Hello, and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I am your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you through the way of the State Walk Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I want to title this call Judgment Call. The issue that I want to get into is obviously what recently happened with Sean McCoy and the uh, domestic uh, violence allegations that are being waged against him. But I also want to follow up on Brandon Browner, his recent issue with his ex-girlfriend and him facing uh, attempted murder, as well as, uh, I believe, three other felony charges. But I want to start with LaShawn McCoy. One of the things I've I've talked about on previous podcasts before is whether it's uh, being more uh, observant and kind of waiting to have more facts come in. I want to say something in terms of being fair to the overall social media aspect of the community is no matter what it favors, if you're going to make a comment about something that's hap- that's happening in real time, as well as you're going to make a snap judgment call on what you think this issue is, you're bound to having to come back and readjusting whatever you said, no matter what side of the fence you're on, because there's so many layers to whatever you're going to make your, your judgment on based off what you see. So uh, when I first saw the LaShawn McCoy story, I saw his ex-girlfriend, who at the time when that was even initially reported. I saw on the ESPN crawl, I believe the initial statement of that was his estranged girlfriend, which implies that I guess they were still together, but uh, they were just, they, they were on rocky terms, I guess, at the time. But the first thing I saw on this screen was a, a photo linked with, with her and how she looked post uh, the uh, violent attack that she uh, suffered. And I, I just remember when I, I saw this story about LaShawn, and it said that he was involved in domestic violence and also child abuse. I was like, wow, this is this is really insane. And I remember I was debating that on some of the people that I follow. Like, do I want to make a comment on this immediately? Because it's like I just have this feeling that it could either get much worse in how it's going to view him or it's going to be more more facts and more details that are going to be coming about about this much later in the day. And that's exactly what happened. And so I want to kind of get into this detail of this incident. Uh, originally, I guess her friend, his ex, uh, Delicia Corden, posted a photo, a side-by-side photo of her and how she looks, you know, traditionally versus how she looked post-incident. And apparently that ended up being deleted but at the urgency of an attorney uh, because members of uh, her friend's family believed that he uh, set up this incident. Just originally when I first heard it, it was being kind of like spun to he physically did it. And then when they said that, no, he was actually in Miami training. It's a home that they have in Georgia together. And then there was court documents that were saying that he was trying to get her to move out, but she hadn't yet. And that's where it was stemming from. So a couple things here with that. He's not necessarily out of the woods because he wasn't physically there. People have been hired to hurt people all the time. So when I hear a lot of guys say like, hey, she was just at the wrong place at the wrong at the wrong time. Yeah, that could be true to a certain degree. I can't discount that, but you can't then discount the fact that there's actually legal documentation showing that he would like for her to move out. Have pains of someone to physically harm someone so you can get, push them to move out of an area is not uncommon. It's not like it's unheard of. So if you're a guy and that's your thing, you're trying to say, oh, he's not guilty. You can push that if you want to, but it's not going to hold up. I think... In regards to, say, some of the women that uh, who I follow and admire 
when this was initially being reported, it was coming across like he physically did it. And, and so that my critique of that was, wow, this is very terrible. And he's linked to it. Let's see as this day goes on. Can we get more facts and more details to it? So that's where I where my judgment on that would would, would stem from on. OK, let's see on how this is going to play out. Unfortunately, now this story has taken three or four turns, and this is what ends up happening in this 24-hour news cycle, is that now lines have already been drawn, people are going to make up their minds on what it's going to be, and no one then, because they're so concerned about their side, is going to be open to it, like, hey, well, this new piece of information has been verified, vetted, and true, this is what it is. So, but for in the case of LaShawn, it's not like he has a completely clean record. I mean, he did have an incident going back to Buffalo, I believe, at a club that involved, I believe, another woman he's been involved in another incident that involved another guy that when he was out publicly. So, you know, when the NFL is going to make their assessment on him, they're going to look at past things that he's either been accused of or been situationally involved in. Like People got to realize when Ben Roethlisberger got suspended by the league, he was never charged. He was never prosecuted at all. But when you have a civil case against you for rape, and then you're in a college football town, I believe also in Georgia, and then there's footage of you going into a bathroom with a girl, and then all of a sudden that footage gets erased when you come out. If you're Roger Goodell, then you're like, well, wait a minute, he's been involved in two things that involve a potential sexual assault against women. And Roger Goodell made this assessment then. And I didn't really hear nobody back at that time frame really critiquing Roger Goodell to that degree because it involved sexual assault. Where people kind of came down harder on Roger Goodell was when he did player conduct, say towards, say, like Tom Brady. For some reason, if you if you compare it, it was more outrage about that in regards to that. Now, with Ray Rice, it was the same thing, a situational thing. And that's what ends up happening is that people never going to get judged based off of a, an overarching policy. It's always going to be based off their previous record. Ray Rice, if you were comparing him to LaShawn McCoy, had a stellar record according to the league. He was never involved in anything. He represented the league very well. And then in regards to that case, I think people forget because it kind of makes you feel murky was that, hey, at the casino with Trump, tape was turned over. They had footage that showed on what was the behavior like while they were gambling. Chris Christie stepped into that case. And some people say, hey, well, he has a conflict of interest because of Rutgers and Ray Rice played at Rutgers and he's done a lot for the school. And he argued just like the D.A. did, like, hey, when that started before the actual physical incident took place with Ray Rice and his uh, now wife, there was a reportedly easily 20 to 30 minutes of footage that showed he was very calm, but that she was uh, hitting him and she was being, you know, physically irate with him at that time still doesn't justify him hitting her. That's still something that walks away. But all that stuff is taken into account by a DA. And it's also taken into account by the NFL. And then when he actually told them the truth of what happened, that he had been drinking and that's what ended up playing out, that's what shaped the way they sentenced him. It's a, it's a lot different than from, from Greg Hardy. But that's something that we got to keep in mind. As time goes on and, and details come out, this is what's going to be added to the case. And for LaShawn right now... It doesn't necessarily help you that Richie Incognito was now stepping in because, hey, this is a guy that was involved in bullying a teammate. And for whatever reason that people want to make up about that, about toughness or 
or whatever your assessment is about that in terms of locker room politics among players, you know, that came on the heels not too long after when Chad Ochocinco was involved in a domestic case against Evelyn Lozado. And he ended up getting cut. And then when at that time, for from a, 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 a team standpoint, the three team leaders and Reggie Bush and Jake Long and Carlos Dansby, uh, Dansby stepped up to the coach and was like, hey, we kind of got to get a handle on the behavior of some of these guys because it's a certain level of professionalism that we got to show because we're representing these communities. And that's another thing that people don't really understand. You're not a normal private citizen and you're representing a multi-billion dollar nonprofit because that's what the NFL is. They're a multi-billion dollar nonprofit that's selling, you know, advertising to kids and family. The thing with LaShawn is going to be interesting to see over time what happens because uh, there were many other ways he could have went about that situation uh, based off what's looking like it's uh, starting to come out about other than him physically, uh, him paying someone to physically harm her and the pistol whip her and rob her because, you know, that that's what they do to cover this up. You know, they'll have you robbed and they make it seem like, hey, it was a targeted incident. Now, unless he's involved in something that would lead to him being targeted, we don't know yet for sure. But that I'm pretty sure that's something in the coming days is going to be probably vetted out and talked about. Uh, so those are just some of my thoughts that I have on LaShawn. Uh, I'll definitely be coming back on that for sure in the future. But this leads me to Brandon Browner. And Brandon Browner is a, is a really good defensive back who played for the Seahawks at his height. Uh, he also had a um, a spell with the, the, the Patriots, and he won a Super Bowl there with them. And him facing, you know, attempted murder for breaking into his ex-girlfriend's place and, and trying to, I guess, smother her, I believe that's what the details was, and her kids were present. And this brings me to another thing with football in terms of, of CTE, because I'm pretty sure that's what his attorney is going to argue, is, you know, he's been having, you know, uh, mental health uh, issues since, you know, leaving the league, because that's what it turns out ends up happening a lot. I know um, the film uh, Concussion kind of explains that in a lot of ways that really didn't help the NFL at the time. But, you know, people are in a, in a football state of heaven, especially around that time when that film was coming out overall. They got more bent out of shape about a protest of silent protest than they do of, you know, hey, let's let's see about improving the, the health concerns of your game and and medical care to your uh, current and former players. But with Brandon Browner, it's very terrifying. And this is another thing that women are not making this up in a vacuum. And this is not a pro-feminist statement. I don't believe in, in that. I don't believe in people that say, hey, I'm pro this or I'm pro that. I'm pro-conservative. It's like, no, you're a human being. You, use your use your mind. Let details and facts and information come in. And then you try and make the best judgment you can and then let the chips fall where they may because you're not going to please anyone. You know, so that's another thing, too, is that we kind of got to get out of this like, hey, making everyone happy. I'm more than happy to argue and debate whatever with someone on any issue. If I feel like I have enough information, details, facts to make an assessment of it. And and another thing is, hey, I'm not afraid to say that I'm wrong. You can have it as far as I'm concerned. Hopefully, as time goes on, we'll get a little bit better in how we're communicating. Because I guess people got to still understand that the social media tool that we have is still very young, like this country. And hopefully we can get to a place where people can have these discussions without it becoming this all-out war. And how we talk to each other. In regards to Brandon Browner, 
I'm pretty sure we're going to have more stuff continue to come out about him. But I, I'm, I guarantee you that that's something that his attorney is going to bring up is CTE. In, in, in all honesty, because we've been dealing with this for years, it's going to play a factor in that. It's going to play a factor in how, he's, how it's been going to be looked at for him from a criminal standpoint. I'm really looking forward to, you know, as, as time goes on with these issues or on us getting to a place where we can have these discussions and it doesn't become so vicious because it's like for some reason that's the go to place that we like to, to do a lot of the time. Those are just some of my thoughts. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to following up on this for sure. I want to thank everyone that's been listening to this podcast. This has been such a, a great experience for me to have this outlet to, to talk about. I know I'm a. Now I'm officially among the list of people who now feel like their opinion is valid enough to discuss. But uh, I just decided to kind of get over that and just express some of my thoughts about this, because I think a lot of people, it will help with the, the overall discussion if you're participating in it and you don't dismiss it. I want to thank you guys for, uh, for for listening. Definitely continue to like, share, follow my podcast. Uh, I want to thank D all the work he's done in terms of how putting these um, shows together. Definitely check him out and all the reviews that he has going on for sure. Again, my name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening to Could You Be More Specific. I'm looking forward to doing more shows in the future. Continue to follow us, share, and I'll be looking forward to speaking with you guys real soon. Okay, so have a good one.